There are some stories in Jewish history that are so bizarre, so fascinating, so completely wild that they feel straight out of a movie. Join hosts Yael Steiner and Jonathan Schwab for Season 3 of Jewish History Nerds, a new season of intrigue, mystical realms, and bloody battles. Jewish History Nerds will keep you on the edge of your seat as you learn all about some of the craziest and most amazing, yet largely unknown stories that fill Jewish history books. Jewish History Nerds Season 3, hosted by Yael Steiner and Jonathan Schwab, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Christopher Hasiotis sitting in this week for your regular host, Tracy V. Wilson. It's December 11th, and in one of the most pivotal moments of the French Revolution, King Louis XVI was indicted for high treason and crimes on this day in 1792. The man who would become France's final king before the French Revolution was born August 23, 1754, as Louis Auguste. He was his parents' seventh pregnancy, but the first child to survive to adulthood. Louis Auguste was born during the reign of his grandfather, Louis XV, who was also known as Louis the Beloved and ruled France for nearly six decades. Now, Louis XV, Louis XVI's predecessor, died of smallpox in May of 1774. Normally, Louis Auguste's father would have assumed the throne, but he had died of tuberculosis nine years earlier. So in 1774, Louis Auguste became Louis XVI, King of France. I know it's a lot of Louis Louis, but we can keep track. Now, Louis XVI was 19 years old at the time, and he was already married to Marie Antoinette of Austria. They'd been married for about four years at that point. Louis XVI, we'll just call him Louis from now on, Louis started his reign with an eye towards values that came out of the era of enlightenment, greater freedom of the press, religious tolerance, and scientific inquiry, among other endeavors. Eliminating certain land taxes, increasing acceptance of non-Catholic Christians, abolishing serfdom, supporting the American Revolution, and even deregulating grain markets— these were all undertaken by Louis. Some were resisted and shot down by nobility, while other reforms were successful. It's those last two, though, 
that would prove to be pivotal. Deregulation of grain markets in France led to wild fluctuations in price. The common people struggled to afford bread or even the grain to make their own, and a number of riots broke out in 1775. That was a series of events often called the Bread War. And supporting the American Revolution the following year put France into serious debt, and the ensuing financial crisis was compounded by a Byzantine system of taxation. The next decade saw an erosion of the monarchy's credibility, and people came to view Louis and his wife Marie Antoinette as figures of not just an outdated system of governance, but one ignorant to the plight of the common people. Violence, civil unrest, and political turmoil became more prevalent. And Louis became increasingly irrelevant when it came to actual governance, and gained a reputation for being indecisive, unskilled at political maneuvering, and just generally being out of touch with the realities of the day and the need for policy compromise. So on July 14, 1789, a group of revolutionaries stormed the Bastille, which was a political prison in Paris. Though it only held seven prisoners at the time, the Bastille was viewed as symbolic of the monarchy's rule. Now, here's a side note. You may hear that Louis' journal for that day, July 14, 1789, held only a single word, nothing, which a lot of people say signifies how out of touch he was. That journal was actually just a hunting journal or a hunting log, so it's not really indicative of where Louis's head was at. And anyway, at the time, Louis was at the Palace of Versailles outside of Paris, and he only learned of the storming of the Bastille the following morning. So following these events, Louis was forced to accept the dissolution of the monarchy as it existed, and a constitutional monarchy was established. But after a failed assassination attempt on Marie Antoinette, Louis and his family relocated from Versailles outside of the city to the Tuileries Palace, which is right in the heart of the city, and the intent there was to be closer to the people. Now, in 1791, Louis tried to secretly flee the city in response to what he considered indignities and restraints placed upon him and his family by the constitutional government. He was being treated, he felt, a way a monarch should never be treated. On his way out of town, though, Louis left behind a political manifesto which outlined his dissatisfaction with the constitutional system. He considered it illegitimate. This manifesto was published in newspapers, though, making his true feelings public. And just four days after leaving Paris, Louis and his family were identified. He was recognized because his face was on the national currency, and he was arrested and returned to Paris. At this point, Louis lost all credibility, even with those who had stood by him, and he was viewed as more loyal to foreign governments rather than to his own people. Later that summer, on August 10th of 1792, the people of Paris had had enough. A group marched on the Tuileries Palace, and the royal family again fled, taking shelter with the legislative assembly. Louis XVI was found and arrested a few days later, and eventually taken to the Parisian prison known as the Temple. While he was in prison there, the government officially abolished the constitutional monarchy, declared a republic, and stripped Louis of all his titles and honors. So for the last few months of his life, Louis XVI was known as Citizen Louis Capet. That's the name that would have been his ancestral surname. Citizen Louis Capet's trial before the National Convention began on December 3, 1792. More than a week after the trial started, bringing us to today, December 11th, Louis was brought out of the temple and before the assembly, formally indicted. Now, there were 33 charges in total. These ranged from ordering the army to march on the citizens of Paris to attempting to flee the city, and from ignoring counter-revolutions to defanging the navy and ignoring foreign threats, particularly from Austria, where Marie Antoinette was from. The final of these 33 charges? You caused the blood of Frenchmen to flow. Louis, through his defense team, responded to his individual charges on December 26th, generally demanding proof, claiming he wasn't involved in certain decisions, saying he knew nothing of the claims, or 
to borrow a more contemporary political phrase, passing the buck to his ministers and their decisions. Louis' lawyer, Raymond de Sez, argued the former king's case for three hours straight that day. And it wasn't until three weeks later that Louis XVI was convicted overwhelmingly of colluding with foreign powers. Now, 721 voters were tasked with choosing his punishment. There were four options, including life imprisonment or banishment from France. But on January 20th, 1793, 361 of the voters, exactly 50% plus one vote, sentenced Louis to death. And on the very next day, citizen Louis Capet was executed by guillotine. The beheading took place in the Place de la Révolution, an open square where the revolutionary government conducted the majority of its public executions. It's the same spot where Robespierre, Olympe de Gouges, and Marie Antoinette, who followed her husband to the guillotine eight months later, were executed. The plaza went through a series of name changes and took the names of both Louis XV and Louis XVI, but in 1830 returned to its original name of Place de la Concorde. Today, located along the banks of the Seine, you'll find the Place de la Concorde full of obelisks and fountains. To learn more about this, listen to the November 19, 2008 episode of Stuff You Missed in History Class called How the French Revolution Worked. Or scroll back on your podcast and find the November 2nd episode of this very podcast, which is the day Marie Antoinette was born. Thanks to Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays for their audio work on this show. You can subscribe to This Day in History class on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever else you like to find your podcasts. And uh, stick around, because tomorrow we're going to learn about a disastrous explosion. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.